Welcome to the Midweek Podcast for Common Ground Carson. It is January 12th, 2016, and we are continuing our conversation about prayer. Now, if you're like me, there are times when you go to pray, or you think about praying, and you just don't know what you would say. Or, like me, you may have the tendency in prayer just to jump straight to your laundry list of needs and wants. And often that's what prayer becomes, just us giving our request to God. Now, although we should have a habit of regularly giving our request to God daily, and these are even short, quick prayers through the day, asking for help, giving a request, we also need to form a habit of scheduling time to focus on prayer. And in those times, where do you start? Last week's podcast, we talked about having a time and a place for prayer. Schedule a time, know when you're going to pray, and decide where you're going to pray, somewhere uninterrupted. But now, once you have that time and place, where do you start? The most helpful tool I have ever found when it comes to prayer is the Lord's Prayer found in Matthew 6, 9-13. I often pray that exact prayer as an intro to my prayer time. Now, there's another pattern that I have found helpful that can be used, which is very similar to that pattern found in the Lord's Prayer. And this pattern is called ACTS. A-C-T-S. It's an acronym, and you can call it the ACTS of Prayer. This acronym stands for ADORE, CONFESS, THANK, and SUPPLICATIONS. And this is a very helpful pattern to follow, and a very helpful order to go in when you get to your quiet place where you're going to spend some time with God and pray. The ADORE, the first, the A in Acts is ADORE. Begin your prayers with a time focused on God. Focus on who He is, His attributes. Now, I admit that it's difficult, but try to avoid any requests at this point. That comes later in your prayer time. Feel free in this portion of prayer to read a psalm out loud and agree with it. Or read other scriptures that describe who God is and agree with those. One example is Psalm 8. I'll just read a couple verses. It begins like this. O Lord, our Lord, David writes, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Who have displayed your splendor above the heavens? From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established your strength because of your adversaries to make the enemy and the revengeful cease. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what is man that you take thought of him and the son of man that you care for him? And it goes on. But here David is just adoring God, recognizing who he is. And we should spend time doing that as well at the very beginning of our prayers. Now, don't overthink this part. Simply tell God what you think about him. Tell him why you love him. Adore him. So that's that's where we begin, focusing on God. Adore. The second letter in Acts is C. This is the time where we confess. We confess sin to God. 1 John 1, nine says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God knows your sin. You know your sin for the most part. Or the scripture will reveal your sin to you or the Holy Spirit in you will reveal your sin to you. But you also know that God knows your sin. And God knows that you know that he knows your sin. That's confusing, but it leads to this. You both know where you are, and so talk about it. Talk to God about your sin. Confess means to agree with God concerning your sin. When Scripture or the Holy Spirit reveals sin to you, admit to God that you have that sin. 
confess it to him, agree with him that it's wrong, and then agree to turn from it. And that's repentance. Proverbs 28.13 says this, He who conceals his transgressions will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will find compassion. So confession leads to forsaking or repentance, turning from your sin. Don't let anyone tell you, listen to this, that a Christian no longer needs to confess sin, repent, or ask forgiveness. It is a necessary part of an ongoing relationship with anyone, especially God. This is not confession or repentance to salvation. If you are a follower of Jesus, you already have that. But when sin comes in and gets between you and God, confess it, repent of it, turn from it. So that's the second part of your prayer time. Confess. Third, thanksgiving. Remember, this is acts, A-C-T-S, adore, confess, and now thank. After you have confessed your sin, thank God for forgiving you. Don't dwell in your sin. Don't live in your sin. Listen to this. Don't live in guilt. Because of Jesus' death and resurrection, you are forgiven if you are a follower of Jesus. Do Do you know that? Do you know that you are forgiven? Thank God for that. Instead of seeing your sin, the Father sees in you Jesus' righteousness. He does not see your sin. So we need to not see our sin either. We need to thank God for this and then thank Him for anything else you're thankful for. Thank Him for your family. Thank Him for your church. Thank Him for where you see Him working. Thank Him for your food. Just thank Him. Thank Him. He is the source of everything good. Philippians 4, 6 tells us that our prayers and requests should be filled with thanksgiving. A Christian is an ever thankful person. So give your thanks. Finally, the last thing in prayer is supplication. It is time to give your specific requests to God. Now, check your motives on these requests. Align these requests with the word of God and then go to town. Tell God what you need. Ask him for what you want. Again, in line with God's word, but ask him. Give requests for other people. Pray for other believers. Pray for your church. Pray for your city. Pray for the other churches in your city. Pray for your country. Pray for the world. Pray that God's kingdom will come. And give Him your specific personal requests also. James writes that you don't have because you don't ask. Listen, Christian, fellow believer, do not hesitate to ask. Remember in Psalm it says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Delight in Him and then ask. So here it is, the acts of prayer, adore, confess, thank, and then supplication. And let me encourage you, after you've prayed, go on through your day and do as David writes in Psalm 5.3, eagerly watch for God to be at work. And Paul writes in 6.18, be alert. After your prayer, when you go through your day and you're continuing to be open to prayer and talking to God through the day, be alert as to what God is doing and be ready to cooperate where you see the Spirit at work. I hope this is helpful. Follow the acts of prayer and you will fill your time no problem. Have a good day.